Sports Beat on the Bay. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Sports Beat on 88.7 on your dial with Dan Caswell and Adam Caswell and Grant's here as well. Grant, how's it going? Good. I wish I was a Caswell at this moment. I'm not oh, going to lie you are, to you. You're, you're right always now. an honorary Caswell. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. There that. you go. Yeah. yeah. Percy is down in Long Point right now on location okay. with uh, rest and relaxation. Absolutely. Yeah. So he's off this week and uh, you got myself and my big brother Adam with me. <laughs> uh, we're going to uh, run down what's going been going on. But first... I just want to reflect on our show last Friday. Please. With uh, We had Kyle the Monster Nelson in here. It was a great show. It was great to talk to Kyle before he heads off to England. Uh, he's got a fight coming up uh, July 23rd against an Englishman, Jai Hubert, I believe is how it's pronounced. Is that correct? Works for me. Yeah. And uh, anyways, we're, you know, one thing I noticed about we, so he's a, obviously a friend of the show. He's been on the show many times. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying he was uptight any time that he was in here, but he just seems like a different focus right now. Absolutely. It's a, like, they're, they're, there's a lot more. I, I can't pinpoint it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if it was confidence, if it was positivity or whatever, but it was just calm, cool. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens. And he brought a sense of humor too. He just yeah. he, he seemed uh, yeah yeah you're right. There was something yeah. lighter about him. Not yeah. now I don't mean lighter in the way that uh, you know as far as what he does for no, a no, living. No, no, I just mean Sue's his personality. Just no, it's just, he's still super confident. Yeah, yeah. He just seems settled, which is I, nice. I I just uh, you, you could sense that uh, there's a like I I'm thinking good things are going to happen. It sounds like it's a great matchup. Uh, uh, Jai Hubert. I've looked at him, 34-year-old, so he's a little bit older as well, just like Kyle, and similar record, uh, similar style. Mm-hmm. You know, like a, they can throw uh, with the best of them, Can has a ground game, has everything that uh, – so it's going to be a great fight. But I just like the – what Kyle, like the, the feel, you know? Like I'm a Absolutely. real feel guy. Yep. <laughs> and I, like, I can just feel that he's he's going to be okay, – Easy there, hands. Yeah, handsy. And so <laughs> it's it's – you know, it's it's good. It's, it's really Absolutely. good. It's gonna, I noticed that I'm, too. I'm positive. And you know, you and I are going to. I think we're watching the the fight on Saturday together. Yeah, aren't we? it's going to be fun. Eleven in the morning. You bet. Well. All right. So, so last week, I talked about a little bit of a, a gripe, or yeah, gripe, gripe. Yes, gripe. or not gripe, gripe that I had or have with the OLA, which is the Ontario Lacrosse Association. Mm-hmm. So my little uh, lacrosse team that I'm coaching. Uh, we're a small but mighty team, U13, so 11-year-olds. We're talking 11-year-olds here at Grant. And we are we have been excluded from provincials because we haven't played in a tournament this year. So I did go look in the rule book, and it did say you must play in a tournament. Right. I was always brought through the system that you had to have at least 10 games. So we have at least 10 games mm-hmm. uh, um, going through that. They weren't in there also in their rule book. They say if you have six to 10 games, we'll make an exception. Ah. But they didn't make an exception. And I'm looking down the list. In There is two other teams that are in our division. Kananaqui mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Hamilton. Both of them have not gone to a tournament, but they're, they're but they're in provincials, and Kananaqui 
if you don't know where it is, it's up by Montreal. Mm-hmm. It, they have only played five games. Hmm. So what was the reasoning behind this? That, that, like, because it doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense to me. I mean, I don't we, coach lacrosse. Like the, the executive has been great. They're fighting tooth and nail with the OLA trying to reinstate us. I think there still is a little bit of a, a fight going on. But right now, I got you know a bunch of 11-year-olds that are pretty bummed out. That well, that's who misses to, out. That's who, you know. Provincials are, yeah, it's called provincials, but it's also called the lacrosse festival. Right. So for those that know, you go down to Whippy. It's literally... All the teams in the province at every age group from the first Friday of the long weekend, like in August, right through to the Sunday of the next weekend. And there's all stuff going wow. on that week. Like you'd have like the U13s, the U15s on the Friday, or Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The U9s would be coming in on, mm-hmm. the, on the Sunday. They play Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. And then the following weekend you have uh, the U11s and the U17s. So is there still a chance that it'll work out or no? I don't know. Yeah, it's not looking good. I wouldn't hold my breath. No, I'm not. Uh, But it's certainly it's a real kick to the nards with, you know, like seriously, like it's it's sad for these guys that. Well, that's who loses the kids for sure. And I don't know what the OLA is thinking, especially after the last two years. And this year has been unique, too, with with going back. And it's it's like, you know, let's just move on. If you give us a, like, hey, give us the heads up, right. because all the executive were, was on the same page, mostly all the coaches, they're like, yeah, we, we thought it was just 10 games. We didn't know you had to go to a tournament. I mean, mm-hmm. thankfully, they all did. Uh, we were in a situation where we didn't go because of just different reasons of the tournaments that I wanted to go in were full already. Right. So it's not like I didn't try. Mm-hmm. So it just and there's lots of tournaments out there, but the problem is, is you gotta you gotta have ability appropriate tournaments too. Well, yeah, like whether it's A B or Correct. B C yeah. or D E or whatever. So yeah, like we had to make sure we fell into the proper uh, category as far as what our ranking rating is. Mm-hmm. So so there you go. There's, That's a shame though. That's there's a, that my is, uh, too bad. You know, I got on my soapbox. Mm-hmm. The OLA sucks. Yeah, lacrosse doesn't suck. But the yeah. decision makers do right there. Is this just something that, that, that they're so, so shallow-minded about? Is this something as simple as the, the, the numbers? They just want it to be the perfectly you know matched tournament with it. Is, is that what this is about? Well, is it too much work for them to work in some other teams? I was I was considering that. Mm-hmm. You know, because they do have, in, the, in our division, they do have a perfect amount. It was like eight teams, mm-hmm. and we would have made it nine. Mm-hmm. But then I look in other age groups. And they have, like, in some of their divisions, they have odd numbers. So why couldn't we have gone in as an odd number as well? Yeah. Just, you know, it's, it's just, a, it really is to, 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 for them to dig in their heels the way they have. It just makes no sense. Obviously, they're intimidated by your coaching abilities and your team, Dan, and they just... Uh... <laughs> well, I'd like to say that's the case, but... That's what I think it is. Not, not in this case. <laughs> okay. Not in this case. Okay. But I, I do appreciate the confidence. Well, you so, know. Anyways, hey, let's shift gears. Free agency, lots of movement in the NHL. Uh, I don't know if I'll get to the Leafs because there's like a couple other things. Like I know with Percy being gone... We'll have a lot of leaf talk, like <laughs> for months and months and months to come. Right, fair. Uh, so, if we're if we're if we're needing some filler today, I'll talk about it. But I want to start with Chicago. Okay. Chicago's lost Alex DeBrincat to Ottawa. 
They've lost Dylan Strom to Washington. They have added Luke Richardson as their coach. Looking down the list of guys under contract, everyone is coming up into contract years, either this year, next year, or the year after. There's only one guy that's under contract from now until, you know, probably into his death, and that's Seth Jones. <laughs> they, they locked him up forever. Uh, but what I want to talk about is, like, <laughs> Dylan Strom and Alex DeBrincott, these are young, good players that are gone now. So Chicago really is in a massive rebuilding right now. And they, you know, they what's going to happen to like their the Jonathan Taves, Patrick Kane, they're both UFAs uh next season 2023-2024 season. So do you think either one of you guys that after a lifetime of of playing in Chicago no other teams do you think that both those guys which probably will have statues of themselves outside the <laughs> arena when they're when they're uh when they're done yep. i mean you've had patrick cave jonathan taves easily first ballot all-stars or sorry sorry hall, first, of, famers. hall of famers yeah, easy yep. easy 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 and they have both have three cups they've like they've well jonathan taves has won everything Patrick Kane, he hasn't won everything because Jonathan Taze has won everything else because he <laughs> plays for Canada and Patrick Kane played for the U.S. But what what's going to happen in 2023 with these guys? You know? Well, you know, like Taves, I, I could see him just hanging him up. Like he's had a career, yep. right? Like he's had a career. He doesn't necessarily need to to do anything. Kane, he seems to be the kind of guy that, wants to play he'll want to play forever he might be he might be the new Yaramir Yager yeah you know looking for a team when he's 50 (laughs) I just I I don't know I I can't see I can't see Taves going anywhere else so do they stay and re-sign for a much less amount just to continue to play not move not you know have to worry about their families because they both have families now and I think Kane over the years, he's gone a long way from where he was with punching out cab drivers <laughs> in in Buffalo. Yeah. Right. So, uh, I don't know. Like, I think that it's almost too comfortable. Like, this is a different situation with them. You have like a, you have, um, you have two guys that are are going to. Uh, sorry, you got two guys that are just going to be there forever. You know, yeah, and and who knows? Like Johnny Goudreau has has shown that you know you, if you if you like where you are or you want to be somewhere special, that you uh, that you might take a pay cut to to get there. Yeah, for sure. And then I'll you know I I, I did mention Dylan Strom and Alex DeBrincat, but I didn't I I didn't mean to talk about another big time player with Chicago, uh, with uh, well, what's his Kirby. Yes, sorry, Kirby Doc. Yeah. And he went to Montreal. And so it's, you know, like that's yep. like other guys that are gone yep. as well uh, out of this. Like but Chicago did get Max Domi. Yes. Now, he's not he's not a superstar, but he is he is making a couple of Well, they're still going to have to have players on yep. the on the squad. They're still when you have a rebuild, you always bring 
players are going out and you still need to fill the roster with different spots. Yep. But when you're getting rid of young talent like they are, yep. and that's why I wanted my conversation shifted to Taze and Kane because like those guys probably have taken a haircut as far as their salary all the way through to stay together. And to win three cups, probably. But right? I bet you they don't buy a. I don't bet you they don't buy a meal in Chicago. Probably not. Uh, they <laughs> wouldn't buy know? a meal anywhere they go. Um, now, do they stay together? I don't know. There's always that thing. Like Kane, I believe, is from Buffalo. So would he then say, "Okay, well, I got X amount of years left on my in me. I'm going to go and finish my career in Buffalo." He might. Who knows? Might might want to go to that small market. Maybe yeah. uh, maybe Goudreau's trying to get a, a a super team in Columbus. Everybody takes a little bit of a haircut. And you... Can I ask a quick question? Because yeah. I don't mean to sound dumb, but why was everyone jumping on him so bad and saying like the, his actions are disgusting and Who? all this kind of stuff? Well, it, it, it okay, so yeah, let's shift focus to why. Goudreau. Why were they doing? Well, so so he was offered, I believe it was ten million dollars with Calgary with Calgary for seven years. Right. And he said he wanted to be closer to home, which was New Jersey. Philadelphia. Right? Or Phil- sorry, Phil- Either Philadelphia. Either or. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're so, close. yeah, yeah. And so New Jersey offered him $10 million for six or seven years. Right. And Philly didn't offer him anything. They didn't have. They didn't have any money. Right. And he ended up signing with Columbus for $8 million for five or six years. Oh, so this is the Calgary fan base that's mad. Yes. Yeah, the Calgary oh, fan okay, okay. the Calgary fan base is super mad because of the fact that he took less money to move to a small market where I, in my estimation, I like I don't know what goes on in a guy's head, but if you're in front of the media every night and you have a bad night and they start grilling you as to why, mm-hmm. you know, you're not scoring, what's going on, blah 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 blah, and then you go down to a, a market like you know Columbus, where and no one really cares. They, they, you know the, the biggest the biggest news is who's going to fire off the cannon at the start of the game. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. The, that's the big news in Columbus. All right, but, yeah, okay, fair well, it's got to be. Hey, uh, the way I look at it, and probably the rest of the fan base uh, anywhere else outside of Calgary, is he's taking less money in Columbus mm-hmm. than he was offered at nine nine point five. Um, there's something going on in Calgary. Right. Obviously, he wanted out of that environment. There is something going on, whether it yeah. was within the Calgary Flames, within the community, okay. within somewhere, somehow, and he hasn't gone back to New Jersey or Philly. Right. It's like he wants to be in, like, his excuse to going to Columbus was I'd never even had, I'd never been to Columbus in my life before uh, reaching the NHL. And when we went there, they got a good fan base, and it seems like a fun place to live. Okay. Like, Fair like, That it's, was his excuse. It's his grit. call, whatever. Like, yeah. Tell yeah. me there isn't something going on in, in, in Cowtown. Yeah. You know, whether it, was, whether it was in Calgary or like with the Flames organization, within the community, whatever. There, okay. There's something. Like, yeah. there's something I just wonder because I couldn't. Yeah. I was just like, what did this but guy then, do? Was he rude? What's going on? Okay. But yeah. then, you know, we, we just talked about Chicago. Uh, in a rebuilding, you have Matthew Kachuk and Andrew um, Maniapani. I think that's how you pronounce his name. They're both free free agents right now. They're both free agents, and both of those guys that would be to lose Johnny Hockey, Matthew Kachuk, and Andrew Maniapani. Lose all those three guys like going into next season. That's a massive hole. Yeah. That's a very massive hole for the Calgary Flames. So. 
I would hazard a guess that with Calgary losing Johnny Hockey, they're going to do their best to sign these two guys. Uh, but, you know, who knows what's going to happen. A couple other free agent signings that I wanted to touch on. And just because it's interesting, they're both free agents, is Patrick Lane and uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois. So both those guys were traded for each other. Lane was a Jet, now a Columbus Blue Jacket. Pierre-Luc Dubois was a Blue Jacket, now is a Jet. And they're both free agents. And I don't think either one of either either of their teams want them. <laughs> you know, like there. I think it was supposed to be a trade of like two wingers that are supposedly you know needing a change of scenery, and it's not going to happen. What do you think, Adam? Like, you think uh, they'll sign they'll sign where they are? Or well, uh, you know, it's funny. Line A, he's an interesting cat. Like I thought that he had a big chip on his shoulder because he he was drafted second overall and and i thought that he wanted to to show everybody that he was the he was wronged he should have been a first overall pick but um it seems that he's like kind of disinterested you know and he he got base he didn't get run out of out of uh winnipeg but they they were ha- everybody was happy when he left yeah. and you know like he 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 had some struggles in in columbus uh, under torts, and uh, I don't know. I, I he'd be a good guy to pick up, but I I think you need some leadership around him. No, for sure. And I mean, who knows? You you know, you did mention that uh, with Johnny Hockey going to Columbus, maybe there is like this undercurrent that some of these free agents that are out there, so there's going to be some movement made now that he, you know, we don't we haven't really seen it in hockey. Yep. where you have these players that kind of assemble themselves and and go to spots like is this the beginning of you know like they're being like players kind of dictating this maybe you know so i don't know like we're we geez that that time's flying i got a couple things that i want to mention we'll shift gears uh jays three and one in their last four games against kc going into the all-star break this is really good uh, at this time, going in with a three-game uh, winning streak going into the All-Star break. They got nine games after the All-Star break against Red Sox, St. Louis Cardinals, and uh, the Tigers. It'd be great to finish the month, uh, you know, with, let's say, you know, seven wins, two losses, I'm hoping, predicting. Yep. And uh, then that will catapult them into August. And then, you know, they're still in a wild-card spot. So we're, yep. we're, we're happy with the Jays. Yep. Uh, we can't, but they've been trying their best to yep. get out of that wild card exactly. spot. But we got to touch on the, the Open. We haven't talked oh. about the Open. Rory McIlroy going in the, in the final. Yep. Shoots a 70, yep. finishes third. Yep. Uh, you were saying before we started the show that uh, minus 19. Minus 19. Was the, was the top score, which was Tiger Woods' score. Yep. Uh, ever yep. in an open championship yep. and that would have got you second place yesterday yeah and that and and you know like uh, rory's rory's uh mindset would have been going into that going into the finals okay if i shoot a two or three under i should be fine yep and he shot a two under yep and he wasn't fine yeah. cameron smith got a hot putter 64 yeah and uh he had a hot putter on on sunday and that that's what got it like i i was watching he had a hot mullet too uh, he's got a, the mullet power wow and a, and a little bit of a stash too oh, yeah. <laughs> he's got the, 
He's got the bad stash, but yeah. uh, you know, it was it, it, he was a guy that that kind of came out of nowhere. But when I was watching McElroy for the first five holes, I think he made about four inches in putts because he, everything was just hanging on the hanging on the edge. He wasn't draining anything of significance. Tap in second putts. Yep, exactly. So he was uh, he was playing not to lose. Yep. But Smith was playing with, I've got nothing to lose. Well, he, Smith did shoot a 64 in the second round as well, so he knew it was possible. Yep. So good for him. Yep. Uh, well, it's good to see an Aussie win, you know? Mm. Uh, <laughs> 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 Anyways, well, uh, thanks for joining us today, Adam. Thank you. And uh, thanks for listening to uh, Sportsbeat today, everyone. We will uh, be talking at you on Friday with more sports uh, with Dan and Adam and Grant. Thank you very much.